Welcome to the Forever Woman Podcast. Here's Matthew Coast. So what are some of the red flags that you need to make sure that you're looking out for and you're paying attention to? How can you know if this guy that you're dating is going to end up turning toxic and the relationship is going to turn toxic or whether it'll lead to a happily ever after? That's what we're going to be talking about today. If you can see how knowing if the relationship will turn toxic can be valuable to you, Type yes in the chat right now and let's get started. Hello, my name is Matthew Coast, and today we're going to be talking about nine toxic red flags that men have that you should avoid at all costs if a man has these. So let's talk about what those are. And so what, what is a red flag? What does a red flag mean? A red flag means that maybe you guys have different values or he might not really be ready to be in a relationship with you, or maybe there's a better man who's out there for you. It doesn't necessarily mean that he's a bad guy or any of that kind of stuff. Red flags just mean that you need to pay more attention to whatever's going on. So what are some of the red flags? Let's talk about them right now. Number one, and I'd say one of the biggest red flags that you should run, 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 run away from if a guy has a red flag like this is that he resents women. So if he talks down about women or calls them crazy or talks badly about women in his life or women who used to be in his life, then that is a really big problem, right? So you're looking for past baggage that he's had with other women that maybe he hasn't healed yet. And so what happens if you're not healed is that you start hurting other people around you. And, and most people are actually like this in our society, unfortunately, is that most people have lots of pain from their past and they're dragging that into their new dating experiences with new people. And so most people are really just connecting on, on a superficial level because they have these walls up that are preventing people from actually really connecting with them. And so you want a man, ideally you want a man who has a healthy relationship to women so that he can have a healthy relationship to you. And really what that tends to take is maturity. It takes a guy who heals his past, who looks at his past, who lets go of the pain of his past and realizes that most of us are just out there trying to uh, trying to live our lives and trying to get the best that we can get for ourselves. And most of the time we're hurting other people with the best of intentions. That's what most people are doing in reality. And once you realize that as a guy or as a woman, you can heal and be like, okay, you know, maybe that person just wasn't right for me, or maybe that person was coming from their own pain and that's why they ended up hurting me. So number two, red flag number two is that he doesn't have a good relationship with his mother. And so people tend to do one of two things. Guys tend to do one of two things. They either create the same kind of relationship that they have with their mother with other women in their lives, 
or they kind of do the opposite depending on where they came from and what the relationship was like and, and all that kind of stuff. And so what you want to do is look for the pattern, look for everything's patterns. We're all living in patterns all the time. And so you want to become an expert at recognizing patterns. And so you want to see what kind of patterns are going on with him. Ask him about his relationship with his mom. How often do they talk, right? What, how often do they connect? How often do they see each other? Ask him, you know, how does he talk about his mom and how close are they? Like, what can he tell his mom anything? Like, how is that relationship with him and his mom? Just ask him about it. Ideally, he has a good relationship with his mother or if she's deceased, he has good memories about her or a good reflection of who she was. That's that's the ideal scenario. If not, hopefully he's worked out that through uh other women that he's connected with because a lot of guys will bring that uh, to other relationships. And so ideally you want to find a guy who has a good relationship to his mother. Number three, red flag number three that you want to watch out for is he talks badly about his exes. And so my suggestion is that you ask men about their former relationships, ask them how they broke up. How did you break up with your last, you know, your last girlfriend or the last person that you're in a relationship with and just find out. It's important to find out how he talks about those other women. Like I said before, you need to look for patterns. And so he's going to be in a pattern. He's in a pattern of relationships. We're all that way. And unless he breaks that pattern and changes something up, you're probably a continuation of that pattern to some degree. And so you want to find out what that pattern is before you get into a situation with him. And so you just want to pay attention to what he says. Like, how does he talk about his exes? And so you want to look for things like him calling his exes narcissists, right? Which is objectification. Um, I was actually reading a study two days ago about narcissism and they're saying that only around 1% of the population are narcissists. And so if he thinks that she's a narcissist and, you know, he says that about many other women or other women that he's dated, you want to look at that because it could be a projection of him throwing his own stuff onto her or blaming her. Like here's another one, which is blaming her for all of their problems that they had, or he's the victim in all of the situations. You want to watch for that because for a lot of women that can be really appealing because they're like, Oh no, I'm not going to be like that. And, and you'll, I'll bring you away from those people and we'll have a great relationship. But what you don't realize is that that's actually a pattern of his. And when he first met those women that he was in a relationship with, I, I guarantee you it was the same. He was looking back at the past and going, Oh, that was, those were the bad people. They, they were the bad people in the relationship, but now we're together and it's all going to be okay. And eventually she became the objectified demonized monster. And he has to get away from her with another woman and another woman. And you're, you're part of that down the line. And so you don't want to have that. Ideally, he speaks well of his exes and says that they grew apart from each other, or maybe their values weren't really in alignment or something, or that they just weren't right for each other. That's the ideal scenario is that he talks well about them and that they, they just weren't right for each other for some reason, or they grew apart or something like that. 
That's the ideal scenario. Number four is he tries to control you. And so he doesn't care. The, the way you know about this is he doesn't care about your feelings. He doesn't take your needs into consideration. You have to have the same opinion of him or you guys start having problems and he blows up or he's really emotional and he gets upset and angry a lot. And you have to tiptoe around his feelings and you can't say certain things around him or he'll get really mad. So those are the signs that you know that he's really trying to control you in a bad, negative, manipulative way. A man should be a leader. And it, it's, it's important that men are leaders, especially if you want a masculine man, that's a part of masculinity is being a leader and leading the relationship. But there's a big difference between that and control or force. And so you want him to be a leader, but not trying to force things or trying to control and manipulate you all the time. And so leaders, real leaders, they take input and better suggestions into account from others when they're leading. The needs and desires of others should have a high priority in his decisions and what he chooses to do, even if he's the leader in your situation. And so you want to look for that and you want to make sure that he's not trying to overly control you and manipulate you and get upset and do all that kind of stuff, because that's, it's a very, very toxic scenario that you can get into. Number five is that he separates you from your friends. And so this is a very, very dangerous scenario. However, there's a few things that you want to think about if a guy does not like your friends. First, is he trying to alienate you from your friends? Is he trying to get you away from them? And if he is, what you want to think about is, do you have healthy, mature friends? Because sometimes a guy will be, he'll be a high quality guy and he'll meet a woman. And he'll be like, oh man, she's around all these toxic people. And he'll try to save her from those people. And that uh, you know, you can talk about that however you want to. However, uh, you want to look at your friends and say, are these healthy people for me to have as friends? And you have to decide whether those are people that you really want to be around or not. And if they aren't healthy, then what you want to do is drop those people, <laughs> drop your friends and find better ones. But you always want to have better. You always want to have friends. You always want to have a life outside of the relationship to some degree. You don't want to put everything, all your emotional needs onto this guy, because that can be very, very devastating if something ends up going wrong. And in today's day and age, lots of things can go wrong pretty easily. So like I said, if your friends are toxic or immature, get new friends, but uh, you don't want him to isolate you from your friends in the world because that can be, it, it can just be not only devastating if something goes wrong, but if he does end up being some kind of manipulator or something, he can really just destroy your world. So number six, toxic red flag number six that you want to look out for is that he wants a relationship way too quickly. So let's say that you guys haven't even met yet and he's trying to get into a relationship with you, or you, you went on a first date and he's trying to be exclusive with you or any of that kind of stuff. And, and you want to think about that for yourself as well, because sometimes we have women doing that here. You don't want to do that. You don't want to get involved in that, right? It takes time. It takes time to really get to know somebody and find out what's going on with them and find out if they're really the right person for you or not. And so you don't want to jump into things too quickly. 
So, so let's talk about some, some things here, right? So you guys haven't met and he wants exclusivity or marriage or traveling around the world with you. Um, I, I have seen people who have, who have gotten married in a very, very short period of time and it's worked. I have seen that. However, that is a rare case. That is a very rare case. It's far more often that people jump into things really quickly and then have to jump out of them at some point and they've ruined everything that's going on with you. I call this seagull dating, right? He, he flies in like a seagull and he's squawking all over the place, making lots of noise, telling you about all these things that he's going to be doing with you. He shits all over the place and then he flies out of your life and you don't even know what just happened. You don't want to do that. No seagull dating. Don't rush into a situation. And if he wants in to rush into one, slow him down. It could be a rebound. It could be that he's hiding things. It could be that he's deeply insecure. He could be idolizing you. This is a huge one. Lots of guys will idolize you. All of them are bad. And you want to push things back and slow things down a little bit and let them unfold naturally. Number seven is too hot and cold. And so he disappears for weeks at a time and then he comes back. It can be normal behavior if a guy disappears for a couple of days or something because he's got a life and he's doing things and he's busy and all that kind of stuff. So that can be very normal behavior. And you want to talk to him about that to make sure that you understand what's normal for him and what's not. And you want to communicate what's normal for you and what's not. And if you guys aren't in alignment, one of you either has to change or you guys have to compromise on it. Uh, however, if he disappears for weeks at a time, or sometimes we have women that are like, oh, he'll leave for months at a time and I don't see him. That is a, that's a toxic uh, kind of thing for you because it's going to pull you into it and he's holding on to you and you've got hope with this guy and you really just need to cut things off with him. Or if he's, if he does, if he has these huge mood swings with you where he's very angry and then he's very sweet, you want somebody who's going to be consistent. That is the key word consistency. You want long-term consistency with a guy. So communicate that, um, like I said, communicate so that you guys have, you know, what's normal behavior between the two of you and uh, what's normal behavior for you and what's normal behavior for him. And if it's outside of that, and if it's big and it's not consistent, then that's a big red flag. And you want to take a look at it. Number eight is he talks about other women or he tries to make you jealous. So if he talks a lot about other women, that's because he's either seeing other women he's a player, or maybe he's still stuck on an X or multiple X's of his, which happens sometimes, right? And if he's trying to make you jealous, that means that he's being manipulative. And you don't want that. I mean, you guys can talk about things from the past, but if he's talking about it all the time, or if he's talking about other women all the time, it's a red flag. And you want to look at it a little bit deeper because you want a guy who's just going to be with you. Who's not constantly looking all over and trying to find other women all the time. And, you know, seeing what he can get and all that kind of stuff. You want a guy who's just going to be with you and thinks that you are special and amazing and different and somebody that he wants to be with in a long-term committed relationship. So sign number nine is that your friends hate him. And so if you have healthy, mature friends and they hate him, then that is a huge red flag that you need to make sure that you look at. So 
a lot of times we don't see things because we're in it. So it's kind of the, the frame, like looking at a picture frame. You don't know what's in the picture frame if you're in it a lot of times until somebody mentions it and they're like, oh, look, there's a duck over there in the, you know, in the corner. And you're like, oh, I, I didn't even notice there was a duck there, right? And so your friends are looking at it and they're going, whoa, whoa, because they're seeing it from the outside and they're going, wait, there might be something wrong here. And I don't like the way that he said that, or I don't like what's going on there. And so you need to have conversations with your friends if they're really worried and concerned about it and then talk to him. You don't, one thing you don't want to do is take what your friends say and just make that, you know, definitive and then attack the guy that you're dating. However, you do want to take their input and then talk to him about it and find out what's going on with him and how he thinks about it and, and get as much input as you can and then make a rational and wise decision about it. You don't want to just start attacking because that's, that's toxic behavior as well. And so don't do that. Um, you know, don't, um, so people outside can usually see better than a lot of times you might be able to. And so that's, that's what you, and so what do you do if, if there are red flags, we've gone over the nine red flags, I'll go back over them here in a minute, but what do you do if you have one of these red flags, what can you do and what should you do? Well, if it's really extreme and you know it's a pattern and it's there and it's glaringly obvious, you should walk away from it. So don't try to fix him. A lot of times we get women and they're like, oh, this man's a narcissist and he's manipulating me and he's doing all these things and he doesn't care about me and he doesn't put my needs into consideration. How do I get him to fall in love and do what I want him to do and all that kind of stuff? First, if you're with a guy who's got a whole bunch of toxic things and you know that it's really toxic, you need to get into a relationship with somebody who's healthy. That's the ideal scenario. It's not the ideal scenario isn't I've gotten attached to this guy. And in the industry, we call that one-itis, right? One as in one person, itis as in a disease. And it's like, I've got this one person and they're not really the right person for me. Our values aren't aligned or, you know, they're toxic or whatever. How do I make him be the right man for me? Which is also, it's a low value pattern. That's a low value pattern that you can be in is trying to manipulate and change a guy. And what that usually results in is pain. Lots of pain for both of you because he doesn't feel like he's being loved and you're trying to manipulate him. And so he gets resentful and it turns into this big cycle of pain until it explodes in both of your faces. And so don't do that. Don't try to manipulate him or get back at him. Those are low value patterns. If it's mild, if the red flag is just mild, what you want to do is look for patterns and make sure that you're setting boundaries so that you're setting things up in the right way with him. And if it's a one-time occurrence, make sure that you're using both your head and your heart. Too many women, like I said, get attached to a guy and then it's like, I'm attached to this man. How do I make him the right man for me? Don't do that. Make sure that you're coming from a really healthy and powerful and strong place. That way you're not feeling desperate to get to, you know, your one-itis kicks in and you get desperate about this one guy who's not the right guy for you. So don't do those things. So the red flags are he resents women. He doesn't have a good relationship with his mom. He talks badly about his exes. 
He tries to control you. He separates you from your friends and totally isolates you. He wants a relationship way too quickly. He's hot and cold. Number eight is he talks about other women or tries to make you jealous. And number nine is that your friends just absolutely hate him. If you're ready to attract a man who loves you, sees you, and cherishes you, visit theforeverwomanformula.com right now.